Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes app put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Black Cast. Don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing. Listen into Black Cast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen into Black Cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen into Black Cast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black Cast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen into Black Cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black Cast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listen into Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgow. Listen into Black Cast. Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. All oh, it's my... Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. That's that guy, Christian. You rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show. That's right, listen to the damn show. Welcome to the Black Cast. It's I, Christian Black, joined by the one, the only, Will Sterling. What's up? I Work. love that. High always, energy. Always, High energy. Always fucking working. As soon as we sit down to record, it's always like, podcast one emails. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah. Yep. Great. And not so working. I'm paying attention. Not working at the moment, yeah. but uh, paying attention to us. He's working it for all of us. The one, the only, Jeff Ray. That's right. I got up early and took Adderall to get my work done before the podcast. <laughs> did you really? Just yeah. like we all do. Hey. I did not take Adderall. I just and woke up and was working. Making his triumphant return in the way that he never really left our hearts and his whole, uh, his whole, yikes. Oh. Whoa. That is not what the I o- meant to say. The only hole that the black cast can fill <laughs> is the one in your heart. Gotta pay the, the black cast hole. has never filled any other um, hole, <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. But we are joined by the man himself, Coltrane. Hey, Coltrane. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. These are these are very Coltrane times. There's so much to comment just on the last week. And by the way, you know we don't uh, do this very often, but uh, when we do, I always like to say things like, "It's Tuesday, September fourth." Here on the Blackcast, and we'll be posting this episode later today because we're in the pulse of what's happening. We like to be current. Uh-huh. We're in the now. Is yeah. that right? The zeitgeist. The zeitgeist. Uh, now, uh, Coltrane, <laughs> as we were getting started, I believe you heard our official Blackcast theme song for the first time. Uh, tell us your thoughts before we dive into the issues at hand. I mean, I, you know, it, it's pretty, it's decent. I, I think it's decent. <laughs> I think it would be significantly better if there was more mention of Coltrane in the intro. Oh. But other than that, it's good. Oh, it's okay. Got that, to, it's to, got that little, like, kind of jingle thing going on. So yeah. that, like, it'll get stuck in your head. And, you know, so you'll it, have that going for you. Jingle, so there's that. Jingle, it's, jingle. it's very catchy. And people do love the, listen into podcast. <laughs> but I do have to point out to you, neither Will nor Jeff are mentioned in the song either. Oh, yeah. It's just me and Jean Grey. Yeah. 
Really? I, I didn't even notice that. See, you're just to focus on yourself. But hey, Typical. you know what? Hey, that's that's 2018. It's time to focus on ourselves. Yeah. It's time live for me best, to live your best life. <laughs> Be your best you. On the broadcast. And I think that uh, it's worth mentioning Shareable Texas, who did that song for us. Very nice of him to take the time. I can only imagine how much time he wasted making a great song for us. He doesn't actually listen to the broadcast. He has now, but when he recorded it, he just kind of read some descriptions because he's actually a fan of a show I call uh, that I do called The Trump Report. I do Wait, call had, it that. He had actually never listened no, to I the don't. Th- I don't think he'd ever listened. Damn. Because he did a song for uh, one of the guys on the panel on uh, The Trump Report, yeah. and I was like, oh, I guess you'll never get a Blackcast song out of you, will we? And then he did it. So, uh, and I think he just read some descriptions, and we had done like a Dark Phoenix episode, so he probably saw a big picture of Jean Grey. Oh. So that's probably why that's in the song. Just oh, add shit. a little oh, addendum to episode. the end of the song. Coltrane playing the trump card. You know he always leaks. <laughs> <laughs> Talking golden shower. Let's hope anyone else speaks. Uh, Coltrane, how do you feel about that additional verse? Uh, do you sign off on that, or does that sound like hashtag fake news? I mean, I, see, I don't even like to say that because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to push that forward. Okay. I, I don't like that. That's in the zeitgeist. However, I also would point out that I have nothing to do with golden showers. Just so, uh, so we establish that. You're more Otherwise, of a, anything, anything involving Coltrane leaks is always good. His are more. He drinks a lot of coffee, so they're more like dark brown showers. <laughs> I, I was just wondering if you were more of a Cleveland steamer guy. I think that that's what it really comes down to. Uh, you know, speaking uh, it's more chili dogs for me. But you know. <laughs> speaking of Coltrane leaks, you know, we have touched upon this sort of the. The shocking changes oh. over Twitter. Oh, yeah. And Coltrane, I don't know if you're aware, but you have 164 followers. Now, at one point, you had like 164,000. What did you okay, do? I, I never had 164,000. That's true. <laughs> at one like point, you had 1.2 like billion followers. <laughs> every, every man, woman, and child on earth followed Coltrane Leaks at one you point. You had more than Justin Bieber. No, no it's true. You had like 20,000, I think, at one point. Now, what did you do to offend the spam bot community? That's the real important question for Black Cast Nation. I mean, I think in fairness, all that happened was Twitter like went through a purge and they just like got rid of all like the spam bots on le- on like everyone's page. So I believe yeah. that's what happened. Well, I that also had an explanation for our it. own Captain EO on Twitter at Jeff DeRay, by the way. He's at three hundred and thirteen <laughs> followers. Yeah. He also had like about ten, twelve thousand. And while this has never been confirmed, I've always suspected <laughs> that Matt and KC yeah. bought a bunch of spam bots for him Pretty because sure. of a comment he made beforehand, and then all of a sudden Jeff had like 10,000 followers. Do you think he's mad that he lost some money? Uh, I wonder how much I, that cost him. I hope that it was money well spent in his mind. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I know from my mind it probably wasn't. But Here's the thing. <laughs> However much money he spent on it, that's money he could have kept in his pocket and put towards the next batch of ribs that oh, he should send us at Christmas ooh, time. That's true. Or his next trip out. Yeah, That's true. He hasn't been out in a few years. Uh, Coltrane, uh, how much do you miss the Matt and KC ribs? That I do miss that. I, I did actually uh, have some of the uh, barbecue sauce recently. Oh. And that was it's still fantastic because I had never opened it. Oh yeah. So, uh, so no. I found it and I went with it and it's it's fantastic. You moved with the barbecue sauce. That that yeah. barbecue sauce came cross country wow. with Coltrane. You don't leave masterpieces behind. <laughs> I mean, it is a KC masterpiece. I mean, come on. Uh, so, well, Coltrane, thank you for uh, spending some time with us. There's some big news to talk about, but. I do follow you on Twitter. I'm one of the 136, and I I have to ask you the question that's been burning in my mind: What in the hell is 90 Day Fiance? 
Oh my God, it is such a great, uh, trashy reality TV show. It is about it, like the foreign uh, marriage visa situation where, you know, like Americans meet people overseas and they have 90 days to get married so that they can actually become citizens. And it is, oh my God, it is priceless. These people are all disasters. And it is, it is just wonderful. It, it's, I, I don't even know. Like the, the thing that started is like, I've been watching it for a couple of years and they just, they did this season, they did like a live show and it was a fucking disaster. Like the, the host of the show was awful and it like was annoying. And I just like, you know, periodically, like I'll just like check on Twitter to like, you know, see what's going on. And like people were tweeting about it and I was just like, yeah, I gotta say something. This, this is shit. And so I tweeted about it and then it was just like, I discovered this whole community of people who tweet about that show. And it's like, seriously, every Sunday, it's like you're just chilling with like 10,000 of your closest friends who are all just sitting there talking shit about this one show. It is fantastic. Wow. So when are you appearing on the show? I think I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. Have How you, dare you? Have you? Never, no. You, you, never, you, ever. Never, never, ever. But you should be some kind of, you know, like celebrity commentator on that. You know, the, the network I do shows for uh, After Buzz TV, they do have a 90 Day Fiance show. And it is so popular that... Kevin Undergaro, who he and his wife, Maria Menounos, started this network. I do know that they watch the show. I just still don't understand what it is, even though you just explained it to me. So it's a bit of a favorite around here. So, uh, you know, there, there are always places you can go and talk about it. I just had to ask because what I see on your Twitter feed, it's like it was designed solely so that you could talk about 90 Day Fiance. I mean, because it's like seriously, once I like once I, I had that experience during like the live show, where I was just like, just it's just one of those things. It's like you're watching it, and like the host was just so awful, and like there were so many like cringeworthy moments that were happening, and so like she just kept saying and doing things that were really stupid, and so it just like the like it was just annoying. So I just kept like tweeting about it, and then like I said, you just like there was just this avalanche of people that were all also tweeting about it, and. It just like kind of it sort of just continued from like that that episode on, and so now it's literally the only reason that I do anything on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, there's like you know other than that, like you, you go through the news feed to like see like you know what's going on, what people are talking about, and everything. But like what I actually use Twitter for is to comment on that show. That's solely it. I could really see you starting one of those YouTube channels, like you know those guys who watch shows or like star wars and then they give us all the fan theories and everything that's going i could see like a coltrane channel about this show just breaking down like and this is the moment yeah, you could have your own podcast yeah easily people make, people make lots of money recapping other tv shows what? like watch what crappens where they just or, talk about bravo shows or the fact that we're literally sitting yeah. in a building mm-hmm. that Designed is designed to, that. to talk about shows <laughs> i don't know what you're talking Wait. about which, Where are we? Speaking of which, this is uh, a big announcement, yeah. by the way. A big, bigger announcement. Over, Apparently, they're now ESPN. The ESPN of TV the ESPN talk. ESPN of TV talk, that's what? right. 
That's uh, that's a little catchphrase there. The ESPN or TV talk. We yeah. recap what happened on Sports Center. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like ESPN, but it's TV oh, talk. Oh, oh. They're not talking about ESPN. Yeah. There's six ESPN. The recap to do that. of the recap. Yeah, we so, only we only cover the Ocho. At this point, Chris Collinsworth <laughs> was calling this a out of bounds play when he knew clearly it was in bounds. At this point, how drunk was Chris Berman's wife? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Too soon. Pro- well, probably considering she killed people. <laughs> that's for. That one was really just for Coltrane. But speaking of AfterBuzz and talking about shows, this is a great time to announce to Blackcast Nation that I will be on the panel for the official Season 2 panel discussion on Iron Fist. Mm. So I'm going to be talking mm. about Season 2. When's that coming out? Friday, September this fr- 7th. This Friday. Oh, so oh, we, I've got this a week to finish that up. so that I can watch the good show that comes out in two weeks, BoJack Season 5. Uh, yeah. I thought the show I, I thought, thought the last time we talked like, to you, they had no, a new season. No. It was just coming. It was coming. All over your face. Oh, Just stop. like no. Bonnie Jill left. <laughs> I don't even know who she is. Don't even, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so on Friday we will have uh, Danny Rand, Misty Knight, Colleen Wing, and, you know, with a bunch of other people, but that's all that matters. Damn. So am I going to have to stay up all night again so that I can tell you what happened within the minimum amount of time from when it's released to when you could finish the entire series? Yeah, so if it goes up at midnight, you should be done by 1 p.m. Yeah. You should be able to do that. Done. All right. All right, great. All right. Do you not have the children that day? Uh, they will be at, they will be at school. Can. I will not marathon it like I did with Jessica Jones, where I watched ten. Wow! But because uh, <laughs> Felix was little, he was just sitting there on the floor. I'm like, that's all right. Don't worry about the the bad season, man in the purple suit. Season one of Jessica Jones. Okay. Yeah. So it's fine, but he developed mind control powers as a result. But I don't oh, think that's, that's okay. really a problem. No. So uh, anyway, but that's uh, that's a little uh, housekeeping there. I wanted to let people know that uh, after they check out Iron Fist, they can indeed. Have me fist them? Why would I say that? That is such a terrible... That is, no, that's just terrible. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about Don't is... Don't get it wet or it'll be rod iron fist. <laughs> There's a little clanger for you. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, so one of the things that, you know, we were talking about the end of summer uh, on our last episode, and it's not officially fall yet, but it is the start of the new school year. Listen, it's September. Yeah, it's September. Pumpkin Spice and Nightmare Before Christmas songs all, all By for way, two pump, months. Pumpkin Spice was out already was, in was August. It? it was I around like August 25th. Yet. Yeah. yeah, I Do saw you know? it at Starbucks, and I asked my wife if she wanted it, and she usually says no if yeah. I'm getting something Starbucks. She was just like, yes, all caps and several exclamation points. Oh, uh, she's ready. Public yeah. safety announcement. Pumpkin Spice actually makes you constipated, so that's why all what, those... What does that mean? It's like artificial flavoring. Yeah, but it... It acts to constipate you. Pumpkin? Well, like the, if the you pumpkin eat the spice. pumpkin? Pumpkin spice. You know what? But that it's just really like nutmeg and cinnamon It's like a spice. It's the ginger. same way that um, MSG can give people like severe migraines or other reactions. So it's, you're talking about like the artificially created Starbucks pump. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Because well, I use a pumpkin pie. See, like, spi- like, you know, it's like ground yeah. together as like a thing that you buy at Kroger, like an actual cinnamon and nutmeg and all that stuff. It's delightful. I put that in lots of different things. It would explain it why the Headless Horseman was always so angry. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that pumpkin head. Yeah. I mean, he's not really headless, I guess, if he's got the pumpkin head. Uh, Will, when are the uh, first batch of pumpkin p- cookies coming out of the oh. oven? So I'll come over and, uh, and help know, myself. I don't know. It's funny. I... I, I I, I used to make them all the time. Uh-huh. I and remember. Now, and now I make them, I think, once. I think I made them once for the party we did last year. And oh, yeah. It might be the same. Maybe I'll make a special batch just for you guys. Thank you. Spooky, scary. Or as Oogie Boogie uh, would say, uh, Coltrane, a special batch Coltrane, of make sure, and make sure to uh, get uh, Will your updated address so he can send you some pumpkin cookies. Yeah. Okay? 
Absolutely. And I'm the DVDs forward. I still have that <laughs> Wait, I borrowed from you, you like still, eight years ago. You still have DVDs for yeah, I still eight have years? No Country for Old Men and Kill Bill Volume 2. Oh, nice. I so, have them. They're in, uh, they're, I see them every day. At least they're good movies. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. they're good movies. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> so, like, hey, I've yeah. got your copy I'll, of uh, at this point, My Precious kind of Pony. Funny that uh, I, like, yeah, my all this, Pony all this time, friendship is magic. Coltrane's kind of forgotten. He's like, well, I guess I don't know why they call it Kill Bill Volume 1 because there's only the one. Yeah. Why would they call it Volume 1? There can be only one. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but anyway, so apparently... I mean, in fairness, the only DVDs that I watch now are porn, so... The rest Why do you even watch porn on porn DVD? on DVD? What kind of yes. caveman are you? Well, don't, well no. I'm the, kind, I'm the kind of person that doesn't want the entire world to know what kind of porn I'm watching. That's all. <laughs> what I, also, available, I, I also think that, uh, like me, you like a good story. You know, you want <laughs> you want to see the babysitter come over to the yeah. house. I need to own that yeah. physical media because well, I want to look at it on the shelf and know that I can appreciate look, it. Look, what are the porn stars going to autograph if you only ever go to Pornhub? That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I can think of a few things they could autograph. Uh, Coltrane, do you have any autographed porn DVDs or uh, have we not reached that chapter of your life just yet? Uh, no, I do not have any autographed porn DVDs. But I did do like another uh, podcast a long time ago, and one of the uh, one of the co-hosts of the show went to the porn convention in L.A. and got me like a couple of autographs from two women that I had no idea who they were. But you know, I look was what just I got like, you, bro. Yay. Was he like proud of it? Look what I got you. I got you autographs from two <laughs> porn stars you don't know. Are you stoked? You're like, fucking sweet. Well, in, no. In fairness, in fairness, the co-host was a she, and she was like, you know, so I got these for you. you oh, know? okay. Like when women get you a gift, like it's it sort of means more. Like your buddies do it. It's just it's more like, hey, look no. at this. And then Nicole like, got me but, lots of gifts that didn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, you mean like her heart? <laughs> <laughs> just just kidding. We all know she doesn't have a heart. Uh, no comment I from Will Sterling. No com- yeah, that's all right. Look. See, we're at the point now where we just laugh about can, it, Coltrane. I'm the only one with an and ex-wife. And we laugh. I get to make ex-wife jokes It's now. true. Mm, yeah. oh, that, you should get back into stand-up just yeah. so just that you can do ex-wife, ex-wife jokes. jokes. I don't even dislike her. It's just like it's a... Well, you should do a, it with this exact outfit so nobody thinks you actually have an ex-wife. They think you're just, like, making it up. Like, uh, a like a big douche. Yes, uh, Will has on a backwards Wonder Woman red hat and a sweet Kiss Destroyer t-shirt. Yeah. And I don't know what that hoodie is, but it's, it's just a, a black hoodie. It's just a black hoodie. Full of Dave hair. Full of Dave. Not Dave the dog, just some dude named yeah, Dave. Yeah, some guy named Dave. Wanted a big sweaty He hug. went to a porn convention, got me some autographs. <laughs> See, I've learned my lessons. I sit around my apartment in the nude because my new gigantic St. Bernard slobbers so much oh, that yeah. anything you wear gets completely covered in drool and crap. And so. the, I mean, uh, I'm just the, saying, I didn't know what direction you were going to go when you said you stood there nude and your dog <laughs> slobbered. Mm. Yeah, he, he left out the peanut butter. Yeah. But, uh, Jeff, Almond what is the butter. name of your... Oh, yeah, right, because he might have a nut an allergy. allergy. Yeah. But I'll tell you the one Gross. thing that Jeff's but dog isn't allergic to. These nuts! I like that now maybe that... Air horn is replacing the bell, or we just do no, no, same time, same time. There That's all we need to do is just instead get one of those DJ decks, so we can be like fuh, 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 oh, DJ Tanner. I right now, Matt Casey is looking if he can get us one of those with engraved uh, Black Ass three hundred. Um, but uh, Jeff, what does, I, before we went into that, I was going to ask, what's the name of your dog? I think it's a cute story. Oh yeah, it's Spaghetti Louise, because obviously. Because I speed hot fire! 
fire! Oh. I love that there was the crackle in the microphone when you held up your phone. Because my cell phone is yeah. Yeah. So we're like, okay, so clearly, clearly we were about to get treated to something, but I, it was completely worth it. Yeah. Uh, what uh, I was going to... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, yeah, it was Spaghetti Louise. So, obviously, we already watch a St. Bernard named Meatball. Often. I know. I was like, so, I knew that must have been intentional. So, yeah, very well, It's like a joke, a long-running joke we had was like, oh, we'll get another dog and we'll name it Spaghetti. And then we got this dog and it was like, yeah, fuck it. Name it Spaghetti, name man. Spaghetti, absolutely. You know, she's, she's responding to it. Like, her old name was Lucy Lou or Lulu. And I was like, yeah, we need to move on from that. I'm so, all right with the name Lucy. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Unders- okay understandable, that. but do you really want my dog to have the same name as your daughter? Yeah, because I mean, we had, so I had Dave and then there was Bujenski, but we called him Bujenski. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we call him a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say before is that, you know, apparently now that it, it is unofficially fall, officially pumpkin spice season, it is definitely school season. Uh, I didn't realize that last week was the end of funeral season because uh, there were about nine hours of funerals uh, that went on last week between John McCain and Aretha Franklin. And they were on TV so much that you would look at, you know, at the gym. Do you remember that would, time when John McCain had that lady like in the audience and she was saying that thing and he was like, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I know <laughs> what it means to me. I, I don't. It was I, basically kind of what he said to her. It's basically what he said. <laughs> the, uh, but there was a point where the funerals were on and I was at the gym and I was confused. I literally thought, I'm like, why the fuck is Mitch McConnell speaking at uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral? And he wasn't. It, it was it was John McCain's one of his that several was their funerals. Olive uh, yeah, we'll have Mitch come. Uh, I th- loved his requests for his funeral. Yeah, the middle one. No Trump invited. Yeah, like, no Trump invited. Oh my God, yeah. He's like, I want, I want a couple of, I want a couple of better presidents to speak. Yeah. Obama had some nice things to say. GWB. Uh, you know, nothing has been more true in recent years than the uh, the bumper sticker of George W. Bush that people did have it around during Obama, but you put it on now and it's the picture of him laughing and he's like, miss me yet? And you just find how many people are like, oh, I hated him so much, but oh, no, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and it's tough to really, you know, ex-presidents I think are a lot easier to like. I think a lot of people like... George H.W. Bush more and W. Like, especially when you see him slipping Michelle Obama a little candy during what is a pretty long <laughs> funeral, and he's just sort of, like, laughing. It's like, don't tell anybody where you got this. I just thought that was cute. Don't you miss when we were embarrassed by what our president said because he said something by accident or mistakenly? <laughs> Not very just much he, on purpose. <laughs> just because he was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, I misquoted myself versus, no, that's exactly what I meant. And the interesting thing was I was reading a lot, you I, look, I have I have people all across the spectrum on my social media, and they were like, I can't believe that, uh, you know, they called out Meghan McCain and Obama and George W. Bush for politicizing his funeral uh, by going after Trump. Not even what I thought was really, I didn't think it was really that bad. Just remember, the, the current president said, I like guys who don't get caught. I don't give a shit about anything else. Yeah. At that moment, it's like, yeah, oh, well... That was an accidental, yeah. but you know what? That really, that really accentuated. That was almost was... like John McCain's ghost ring. That yeah. I, I like, been. I like guys who haven't been captured. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, right. That's what he said. It's the, and it's and just he like, was talking about himself getting captured on photo, getting <laughs> golden to, shower. Back to the golden shower. <laughs> oh man, I hope somewhere there's pictures of that. 
I mean, it's there a, can it's be a little too hot. There can, can be people. Down, look, other people can ice. see that. I don't. I don't want to see those pictures ever. <laughs> I absolutely want I, to see I them. I can't because he's gonna be naked in them. I, I really can't yeah. see that. Oh man. Okay, Will's God. into that. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it. I just want to see what a fucking. <laughs> I mean, I've like, seen Jabba the Hutt pose fat cell from Doctor Who. He looks like. That's true. Yeah. Well, I think that there was a picture of him getting self-tanning that somebody took was oh, before he was president. Priceless. And uh, he did have his shirt off. It was just a bunch of carrot juice he poured all over himself. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> he, was just, he was just rolling around on a tiger skin rug. He's like, uh, what's up, Doc? Um, but the, uh, the John McCain funeral, I was just surprised that it went on as long as it did. But I think that... It's, I don't uh, know, pe- people politicized a lot of it, and I was just like, okay, look, he was a politician. I'm pretty sure that's what he did and what he does, and it's like, you're just upset because he's saying stuff. Like, the people who complain about it being politicized are, of course, people who are like, how dare you talk about the president like that? And yeah. it was just like, I, I'm pretty sure that these are people who may have done things like, may have said things like, you know, we have a Muslim living in the White House an administration ago. So let's see you know, the real I mean, in, birth in certificate. Fairness, in fairness, like two weeks ago, they were they're the same people who were like, see, it's the Democrats fault that that girl in Iowa got killed by an immigrant. So and then like her family's like, no, that's that's not true. You guys are all racist. So they were using that to they were politicizing her funeral. But then they got mad when everyone else was politicizing John McCain's funeral. Right, and then also these are the same people who will always very quickly say, like, hey, too soon after a school shooting to call for gun control. Don't politicize this tragedy. And this, yeah, this ter- that terrible and story of the girl who gets And be like, Alex Jones is so right. They were all <laughs> crisis actors. Uh, right, yes, everyone was a crisis <laughs> actor. You know what? All, th- all four of us right now are crisis actors. But, you know, and it's just like, so it's the point is everybody's full of shit. You're, you know, it's like, oh, no, no, it's okay when they do that. Like, here's a good example. You have the uh, the In-N-Out boycott that happened. And I don't mean the old In-N-Out, In-N-Out, as in, like, people were uh, boycotting <laughs> sex. Uh, I mean In-N-Out burger. It's uh, it's what a hamburger's all about. Every and, time I hear In-N-Out, I think of that from Clockwork From Clockwork Orange. Orange. Yeah, I do, too. Thank I, you. B- like, before uh, I ever got alone. Because yeah. I always say that. I'm like, oh, you want some of the old the In-N-Out? The old In-N-Out, In-N-Out. And people are always like... What? Yeah, you know, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get a hamburger, you fucking fucking creep. Okay, great. So people were very like, oh, well, I'm not going to have any more burgers. And then, by the way, you want to talk about fake news that started trending right away. They're not even that good. I'm like, well, they're fast fast food burgers, so you have to compare them to fast food burgers. But they're They're not that fast. It's like still in a sweet spot in between, like a Chipotle, where you have to wait for a second. Yeah, but and I don't know. I I was just like, people are like, oh, now I'm not going to eat it anymore. And then, of course, it's like with... You know, when Chick-fil-A happened, you had a lot of people, like our friend Larry O'Connor, he changed his profile picture to just a, a, a delicious lunch of In-N-Out Burger that was laid out before him. Okay. So you had people that were just, they were taking their stand. And I was just like, I don't I don't ever not eat or drink something because of like, well, you know, they donated to this cause or that. If you dig deep enough, everybody donates to everything, you know? And people who are smart businessmen are going to donate to Republicans and to Democrats because I'm sure. you never know. Yeah, and yeah. I'm... I wonder, you know, have In and Out de- uh, delivered? Right. Well, they should. They have definitely delivered to both, but yeah. have they donated to both? 
I was just going to say, I completely agree with where you're coming from, from the standpoint of like, it's too much time for me personally to invest mentally into figuring out where every company is putting their dollars. However, I will say the current trend uh, for most companies, especially more establishing companies, is to specifically let us know where our dollars are going to go, right? So we're buying their products and then they're either putting a specified amount into charity or it's like they're donating one-to-one like the Toms or certain eyeglass companies do that, stuff like that. So it's not completely outrageous to be like, well, hey, are you Chick-fil-A operating as a business and then the person who operates you also wants to donate their money to this thing? That's fine. But as a company, if you're saying like, yeah, all our proceeds go to like reversing the gay marriage decision, then it's like, yeah, okay, maybe I won't buy chicken from you. By the way, you can absolutely, and the people who want to do that, it's like, great, don't go there, don't eat that. The lines will be shorter. If people want to boycott in and out, I might think about using the drive-thru because you just can't get in that drive-thru at in and out. You just got, I always get out and I go in and I get it yeah, and then never I, you, know, wait you, you get it it's like a Starbucks drive through <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna fucking sit in this drive through yeah. for like 20 minutes to get my oh coffee my God. when I could just go in and wait for 10 minutes to yeah. get the same I, I don't understand that mentality when I moved to Southern California was people never went into fast food restaurants they always waited in the I car I always go in and I don't I, know why my parents I would always it's I guess. the refusal to like walk people here I guess. I have a much harder time walking anywhere it's like so coming from the northeast there's definitely your mentality in cities like Boston and New York are pretty much like, I'm going to walk wherever the fuck I need to get. Or or I'll take maybe the subway to get closer and then walk. Whereas here, it's like, oh, the parking lot isn't right outside the restaurant. Don't know if we can go. A whole block is a (laughs) pretty long way Especially in L.A., it's like you have to drive everywhere and you can't park anywhere. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, that, fuck. It's different. Well, it's $7 dollars every time. N- n- now that we live in the Valley, it's a Listen, little different. it's great in the Valley. Yeah, well, Jeff's not in the Valley. But uh, wait, Coltrane, I wanted you to weigh in because uh, you've been back in uh, the Northeast for a few months now. And is did it take some getting used to? Like, what do you mean we're going to use our legs and try to get somewhere without getting into a vehicle? Or you were always a pretty good walker even when you lived here, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it's really it was really easy to just sort of get back into it because – it's everything is just the mentality for me. Like even when I lived out there and I would come back here during the winter, people would be like, wow, are you, is it like really cold for you and everything? It's like, no, it's what I expect. It's like what I grew up with and what I expect. So when I came back here, when it comes to walking, it's like, I expect it. It's just, it's what I always did. So it's not, it doesn't, it it didn't take a lot of getting used to, to get back there. Right. So I think, then uh, do you remember the point you were going to make, Will, or did yeah, I? Yeah, well, I, it's just, I think it's important also to say, like, with In-N-Out, the fact that they're, like, they donated some money to the Republican Party in some capacity. And, I mean, hypocrisy is always something that I want to call out, because I find, I grew up more in, with a Republican family and in Christian America, and I find a lot of hypocrisy on that side, but there's also plenty of hypocrisy on on the other side, <laughs> and with young people, too, where it's like, you just can't be a Republican. Yeah, well, I'm mad. No, and it's that, like, okay, you understand this is a bipartisan that, system. Sometimes, sometimes people, people are, are be going to vote the other way. Well, yeah. I'm not going to eat at your restaurant. It's like this is you well, can't. And what do this you, is what I what? saw unfold on Facebook. It was like, look, ordinarily I would be okay yeah. with them donating, but not now. Yeah, not this no. president, not this Republican party. I'm like, no. all right, that's who you're. And this is why I'm like, all I can do is post pictures of what I eat and pictures of my kid. I can't yeah. talk about anything on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. So it's important that people be called out on that. 
I would just I would just like to say it, uh, for me personally, I know this was not the most popular opinion in the world. However, I was not I was never that big a fan of In and Out. I was always much more of a fat burger person myself. Love me some fat oh, yeah. burger, and what I like is that you can get an egg on top of and it. And you can get a turkey burger, so it's what? actually good for you. Uh, and the turkey and burgers are fantastic. They really are. And uh, I'm, I've uh, been a very vocal proponent. I put uh, Shake Shack over In-N-Out Burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the most insane conversation I saw on this issue, which is not something I was planning to get to just yet, but I'm glad we're talking burgers because that's something that is actually important to me, uh, was people who started saying, like, yeah, it's a good thing that Whataburger doesn't do it. And Whataburger, I don't know if any of you guys have ever had Whataburger. They have it yeah. in Texas and in Arizona. Like it is it. garbage. Yeah. It is this flat, <laughs> flimsy little patty that... I know, it, I had a Whataburger it, one time. It tastes like they is didn't Is there a question mark at the end of it? Like, what? what? Burger? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and I, I'm just like, how can anyone say... That that's good. I, I a friend of my wife's is from Texas, and she was always talking about it. And then she's lived out here long enough. The last time she went back, she's like, you know what? I went back, and it wasn't good. I'm like, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not good. How can you say that it's good? Uh, because it, like I was gonna say, it just it tastes like they didn't unwrap the burger. Yeah. It just there. It's just I don't know. It's people. It's easy to knock McDonald's for not being good, but that is a way better burger than Whataburger. <laughs> I don't know what the meat is, but it tastes better. Let's put it that way. Uh, anyway, let's uh, stop before I go off on Five Guys, which uh, I've done far too many times. Um, just hashtag not a fan. Before I forget, to Will's hypocrisy comment, uh, have have any of you guys been watching that new like Sasha Baron Cohen show on Showtime? I what have is America not or seen it yet, mostly because I don't have Showtime and uh, I'm not clever enough to figure out ways around that. But <laughs> uh, also because I believe that uh, creators of content should be paid for it, so of course I would never steal it. Uh, I want to see that show very much. I think he's great. Uh, Bruno was a bit much for me, the yeah. Bruno movie. But uh, <laughs> this is closer. It's it's closer to the old Ali. G stuff because they went from what I've heard they went insanely deep with these people like they really they brought them to like award ceremonies all this other stuff like really got them deep into this like lie that these people existed before they had these interviews and stuff because it's he plays four characters and like each of them are clearly have something to do with the political climate. There's like an Israeli general type guy who's the one convincing people to talk, like say some crazy stuff like that. Senator from Georgia or whatever saying the N word a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, who had to resign by the yeah. way. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of clips from it. I haven't seen the show, but yeah. But I've yeah heard. So the point of uh, one of his main characters is this like super super mega liberal guy, right? And so. He'll just say, like, some of the most outlandish shit. And I think it, it does strike home for some of the things of, like, yes, this is a reflection of what the Democratic Party has become, where it's like, yes, I'm just looking to, like, you know, find the maximum amount of tolerance while talking to an ignorant, racist, backwards-thinking <laughs> Republican. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and that's where it's at. And then, you know, look, so that's the one end of the hypocrisy. But just today I was reading about that... People are setting their Nikes on fire. Oh, and God. by the way, like uh, I know what sneakers cost, and pass. if my parents had ever bought me sneakers, yeah. and I'm like, I'm gonna set these on fire because of politics. Um, my parents didn't beat me, but um, they might have drowned me if I set my sneakers on fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. because. And let me explain the reason why, in case not everybody knows, because they have an ad with Colin Kaepernick on yeah. it, mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes doing what's right is worth losing everything. Yeah, great. So it's a it's a print ad. You know who's 
fucking psyched about people burning their Nikes. Reebok? Nike. Oh. <laughs> I was just saying, because guess who needs to buy a new pair of fucking Nikes? Everybody. All those <laughs> yeah. Like, how dumb are you? You don't think Phil Knight knew that was going to inspire some dumb shit? Like, every time, like, LeBron changes teams and everyone wants to burn all of his old jerseys so that he can once again become the number one selling jersey when you all buy his new fucking jersey? Like... It's just stupid. Yeah. This whole thing where people thought they were taking a stand and showing what was right by burning people's, like, jerseys or effigies, all these things, it's just, like, you do you not realize that, A, this is hearkening back to, like, straight up, like, Jim Crow-level racist psycho shit when you see some redneck-ass-looking white dude burning something because a black guy said something he doesn't like? Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, I, it's uh, it's it's hard to uh, poke a hole in that. Uh, what I did want to point out is for at least for all of last season, my thinking was, well, Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he's not that good. But I he think is well, that's the point that I want to okay, make now. Sorry. No, no, my friend uh, Scholaire posted this online, so I have to give her credit. But uh, so her comment was, I'm no lawyer, but pretty sure I could win Colin Kaepernick's case for him just by showing this tweet. It's a tweet from the Buffalo Bills. It's official. Nathan Peterman has been named our starting quarterback. Hashtag Go Bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's probably a job that Colin Kaepernick would have been better for. Well, how about so it's just it's a very concrete like you can point to. You don't think he's better than Nathan Peterman? Well, like the last two years, the Arizona Cardinals have basically rolled out the equipment manager as a fucking quarterback, and you're telling me they couldn't hire Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, like I know that he had his skills had diminished somewhat, you yeah, know. But, but it's like he, the dude he can, can throw still, a 95 right. mile per hour fastball. I'm pretty sure he can throw a football across the field. Uh, Coltrane, I want you to weigh in uh, because I know as much as Will wants to talk about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, what's your assessment? I, mean, I retweeted it. I support him. I don't really. Also, I'm not a sports guy, but I'm like, yeah, this is a cause you stand up for. Yeah. yeah. Final thing, and this goes out to Bujinski. You know who got more chances than Colin Kaepernick and is a much worse quarterback? Michael Vick. Tim Tebow. Tebow. Oh, Tim Tebow. Tebow time. Yeah. What does Michael Vick play? He played, he played football, he's but he was actually really good. So that the problem I know with Michael Vick good, is but he he's fucked up, but shit. he was he was a piece of shit. But like he was an unbelievable. Isn't talent. Ben Roethlisberger like a rapist? Alleged. Alleged. Twice. Yeah. And <laughs> and <laughs> Alleged. Alleged. He has he has rape allegations made against him, and Colin Kaepernick kneels during the thing, yeah. and everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, him!" Ben Roethlisberger is an American. Well, Ben Roethlisberger made girls near. Anyway, what I wanted to ask you, Coltrane, was your assessment on Colin Kaepernick's abilities, because uh, you know we we uh, we look to you for wisdom in these troubled times. Yeah, it's you know it, it it's sort of a double edged sword for me because I'm similar in that there is a time that I like I think he is better than several of the quarterbacks than about half the quarterbacks that are starting right now. I agree with that assessment. I just I do think people take it a little too far the other way and like acting like he was great. He wasn't great. Like like the last year he played, he completed a lot of passes. But he completed a lot of like five yard passes and he wasn't throwing for like more than 200 yards a game. So it's like, it's just, he's a better quarterback than about half the starting quarterbacks. Agreed. He's not like a Hall of Famer. So no. it's a, 
It's yeah. somewhere in the middle. But the, the fact that he doesn't even have a job as a backup. Yeah, it's the no, but the collusion well, is that he doesn't have a job, and you've already said he's better than except, half the play people, ex- people starting. He doesn't need to be right, great. Except, except we just talk about his greatness because otherwise it diminishes the story. To be like, yeah, well, I mean, he was a journeyman, and he yeah. was probably no, looking at retirement that again. Like, I think he, sh- I think he probably will win his collusion case. The problem that he has in this regard, and the problem that. And this is what people sort of run into and they run over and they don't see it is he was offered jobs. He was just offered backup jobs and he didn't want to take them. So it's not like you can say, well, yeah, but he should be a starter. But if other teams didn't see it that way and they saw you as a backup and they were willing to bring you in as a backup and you didn't want to take it because you wanted to be a starter and it makes your point more clear, then that's different. So I'm just saying, like, I think he's going to win because, like, NFL owners are fucking stupid. They're all they're all rich. They don't want anyone to tell them what to do. So they they actually say stupid things and like they actually they don't care that they like, you know, tweet things out or say things in interviews. So I think he's going to win. I just I just do want to point out that there were multiple teams that offered him a chance to come in as a backup and he didn't want to take it. So to so it that's the only that's the only part that really that I feel like people don't well, they're like, yeah, but he doesn't have a job at all. And he turned down a couple of jobs. Now, they weren't for the amount of money that he wanted. Right. But they were opportunities for him to continue to play in the NFL. Like I said, I still think he'll win because the owners are dumb and they say dumb things. I, right. But it's, that's the only part that it's like, yeah, but he should have a job. I, I, he I, could have had a job. That's, that's I, what, I, what I also think, though, is that you know a team that does hire him as a backup – they're asking for trouble too because it's like, oh, so he can only hold the clipboard for Eli Manning. I'm picking somebody who is probably also at the end of his career, you know? So I, I think you're in a tough spot if you hire him at all. But what were you going to say, Jeff? Uh, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken here, but my understanding was that there was very minimal offers and they all came with the clear uh, caveat, you can't kneel anymore. I mean, if that if that, if that, that was that again, my understanding is they that was talked about with him, but that wasn't right. the caveat to the well, deal. Well, let's the just caveat say that was that he was going to, like that in those situations he wasn't competing for a starting job. He was the backup, and he's and he didn't see himself that way. He felt like he should be able to compete for a starting job, and he shouldn't have to take less money. Well, let's just so say if, if, if it was if, double, if, if it was sport, something that they it. insisted on, like it'd be obvious that he would never play for Jerry Jones for that reason. If they were like, "Look, you can't kneel," then you can understand why he said no to that. Maybe that wasn't part of the deal, uh, but uh, you know, it, it, I, it, I, I think those details will basically be the basis yeah. of the collusion case. Because if he did get offered legit backup roles without anything saying he can't kneel then it's, there's no collusion he got I just, job offers I, I just wish we but, still had but the again the, the difference that again this is why I think that you're that that's wrong even though he did get offers to be a backup quarterback the problem is that actual NFL owners have come out and actually said things specifically naming him as someone that they that was not hireable so when they come out and make those statements, like the rest of it is is less relevant. If if the owners of the teams have come out and made statements like that, it like that that actually constitutes collusion. It doesn't have to be the entire league says you can't come in. It's multiple owners have to be able have to get together and say 
we're not going to hire this guy. Right. That's that's why it doesn't matter. If, if he was offered backup jobs and didn't take it, that doesn't actually impact the case. It's if Jerry Jones and Bob McNair both said, we, we won't hire this guy. Like, you're not going to hire this guy, right? I'm not going to hire this guy. Yeah. That's collusion. And so that, well, that's why they're going to lose anyways. What it comes down opinion. to for me is I just wish we still had the L.A. kiss because you know Gene <laughs> and Paul would have hired him, right? Well, Gene and Paul in a second, they're like, look at all this Get, media bring attention. Bring him on down here. Yeah, you're not but, allowed to take one knee, only two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be in the marketing. But that whole league is gone. <laughs> Damn it. That's the worst part about it. It's not just the L.A. kiss are gone. The whole league is gone. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, just a quick question: Does any of any of this sort of stuff impact whether or not you plan to watch the NFL this season, Jeff? First, uh, however much you would have watched a couple years ago, probably about the same this year, or probably. But I will say that it's like the NFL continues to shoot themselves in the foot and give the NBA a stronger and stronger foothold on taking, like usurping them for America's attention and becoming the most popular sport in America. Because the NBA, it's like as much as they do silly, weird things that you're like, ah, there's no competition this year. You have five all-stars on one team. Like, what yeah. the fuck is the point? Uh, at least the, the, the stories around the NBA are positive. It's like LeBron opening a school for children. Yeah. Whereas the Getting stories are a fight with the president. And then the yeah. president's like... That's just st- you're stupid. That's a stupid idea. Well, yeah. who let, wants to ed- educate let, children? Well, just, let me just interrupt for a I second. I like to educate adults the, on how to steal from other adults. The, the Trump only University. thing you need to know about Donald and Melania Trump's relationship that they had is the fact that while that's going on. She issues a statement about how great it is that LeBron James yeah. has started that school <laughs> and just how great. And I'm just like, it's like, oh, man, I know I'm not supposed to. I am supposed to just think every day, like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. We're all going to die. Everything's on fire. But God damn it, it's so funny. With stuff like that, I'm like, this is fucking hysterical. Like, you've got LeBron James, who's not that good. I like Mike. You don't like Michael Jordan either. Yeah, I'm you don't sure you don't it. like You know why he liked Michael one time. <laughs> you know why he likes Michael Jordan? Because Michael Jordan is a known womanizer. Michael Jordan was <laughs> such a well, terrible I'll... womanizer that, like, straight up other players had to just concede that he was going to fuck their wives like shit. <laughs> the stories about what him as, fuck? like, a terrible well, person are abound. He didn't retire in 96 well, or whatever. I was going to just mention that. He it was gambling. That, yeah, it was because, a gambling suspension. Because of gambling, they suspended him, but that was going to be such. Uh, I, I don't want to say black eye because it sounds racist, <laughs> but it would be it would have been such a negative for the NBA if you had to suspend. Yes, thank you. Yeah. If you had to suspend, well, especially that was when they were in the height of their yeah. thug image yeah. that they were trying to compete. So, so right. the idea that Michael Jordan's going to quit so he can try his hand at minor league baseball, and I know it was because he wanted to get to the majors. Yeah, th- I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. I definitely believe that one because. Yeah. Uh, you know his his being known uh, as a gambler is it's uh, pretty well known. You know? Listen, he's got to know when to hold him. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Know when to fold him. Okay. Uh-huh. Know when to walk away. Uh huh. But w- at what point do you walk away? Well, sometimes you got to know when to run. Sure. Because you might not always. Right, but it's definitely when the dealing's done, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't yeah, you can't know anything until the dealing's right. done. Right, and you got to count your money. But you while have it's to be prepared for table. anything. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, that's sort of a, a circuitous way. Uh, I was just going to round oh, out yeah, by saying LeBron James through his years of increased media scrutiny, zero stories of him cheating on his wife, <laughs> zero stories of him doing anything wrong ever. Dude doesn't do drugs. Dude doesn't like get in trouble. He doesn't he's not disrespectful. He's probably one of the best figures in American sports of all time. But does he like to be peed on? 
I mean, that's his own business. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. That's, you know, not Listen, his wife could pee on him. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's true. Hey, as long as it's right? it's, it's in the home, in, in the uh, sanctity of marriage. Yeah. Uh, Coltrane, just as excited for the NFL this year, or are you a little worn out by the offseason? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm kind of with, uh, with Jeff on this one that it, the NFL has just, I don't know, they've blown it so bad, and they just keep doing it, and they just keep – it's like they just can't help themselves. They just keep making things worse. And I, I legitimately, I, I know this is where it's a total Homer thing for me, but I am, I have 100% decided that when Tom Brady retires, I, I can't see myself actually like dedicating a whole lot of time to watching football. I mean, I'm not going to say I won't do it, but I'm just like now I still watch every Sunday. You know, you get up, you hang out with some people, whatever. It's like when he retires, I just can't see myself like paying that much attention anymore because they just like overall the NFL just keeps screwing things up every single year. They do something dumb. They make it worse. I think most of the owners I just I find repulsive. I can't deal with them. I don't like the league office for obvious reasons, but it's just it's every every time they try to change a rule, it's like they they screw it up. Like they they had a good system before where it was like, okay, if 10 drunk guys at a bar like will see this as a catch, it's a catch. But that's not even the standard anymore. Like, and that, you know, it's, just, it's a basic thing, but it, it made sense. Let, let me just interject for a second. You know, that's actually, I kind of like that idea. You know how you hear it more in baseball where they defer to the offices in New York for replay. I think that all sports should have, there should be like a Buffalo Wild Wings. And they're Wings. phoning into Jim Lanigan's yeah. in Cincinnati, right. Ohio yeah. for, the, exactly. for the replay like, officials. But I, see, I'm thinking, ah, it's a catch! I'm thinking it of, as a, of it as a business. Have it be a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh. And you're just like, what are the guys? here say you know it's like so okay so say say if that, that was thing, Dicka, it'd be a catch that Dicka would have got it himself <laughs> so let's say that the the patriots are playing the jets so you go to a buffalo wild wings in i don't know quincy buffalo? no you go in quincy and then you uh, go to another one in i don't know hoboken and you'd be like well what do they all say and then you somehow pull the uh, different facts there's no way he fucking caught that He's also a queer. But anyway. You should just go to, like, Philadelphia for that. Somebody who hates both teams equally so that they can have a oh, more objective But the hatred. reason you can't do that is because that Buffalo Wild Wings would be on fire. That's true. Uh, Coltrane, are you able to uh, – I, I did interject. I wanted to let you finish your point before we moved on. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had a better point about the NFL. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah. Good, good story. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, I that's that really is sort of my position. Is just as soon as as soon as Tom retires, I'm I'm gonna be pretty much done with it. And I just every every year they just keep blowing it. So I don't know. Um, but as a Patriots fan, you know your organization seems to have a pretty good track record the last 15 years. So there's confidence that your team might still be watchable in the future. That you know they will replace Brady when it is time with someone who is at least entertaining and uh, you know can you know win a few games. But uh, I, I understand. Date a few porn stars, no big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. It's <laughs> a true story. Uh, we, have, we have a little bit of time left in this week's show, and there were a couple things that I wanted to make sure we got to. We talked about the first 
There was a one-two punch of funerals, as I mentioned, and we really need to talk about this Aretha Franklin funeral that did go on for, I believe, four days. Um, now, the big one that was on, uh, there were a lot of things that happened that were in the news. The first was that she really planned this thing like it was a Vegas residency. She had four wardrobe changes for her funeral? body being laid to rest. Wow. Okay. There were four Excessive. Wardrobe. You think? Also, how's she gonna know? <laughs> just saying, just saying. But uh, I, and this was another thing that happened while I was at the gym. Don't make it seem like I'm at the gym all the time. This is the same instance that I, where I saw Mitch McConnell. So this is the same day. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the gym like you know three hours a week. So it's not that much. But Ariana Grande was performing, oh. and she had on a very short skirt. And, you know, maybe not funeral-ready, but, you know, hey, she's, I guess she sees herself as part of the new divas. And I was watching this, sitting right behind her, Bill Clinton, and he's like, Oh, no. I don't know what the hell an Ariana Grande is, but I think I've got one in my pants. I've got an Ariana Venti. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just watching it, and I'm just like, oh, man, look look at Bill. He's like... I could be as funny as Pete Davidson any day. Don't you worry. Come on over here, Ariana. His eyes look as sunken. <laughs> Hillary oh. doesn't mind. And uh, and I'm just like, oh, man, Bill, you're the worst. And then to borrow from a popular meme, Bishop Charles E. Ellis III says, oh, no, hold my beer. And he proceeds to molest hold her. Hold my sacrificial uh, Yeah, hold my sacrificial hold, hold this communion wine while I grab her. She's done, and I'm going to grab her, and I'm going to give her a breast exam. And she was trying to get away, you know? The way that I would expect her to react when she was in an embrace from Pete Davidson is the way that she kind of flinched uh, with all of that. And I was just like, I, I can't believe I'm watching this. this On is television, a- you saw him grab her boob. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's been talked about a lot after. He, like, held her, and she did, like, the the lean super far back. Yeah. Like, look... You know, Will, you're an attractive guy. This probably never happened. But some of us maybe have gone in for a kiss for mm-hmm. a girl who was not having it. And she recoiled. Like, uh, you yeah. know, that body language, well, that's that took me back to, um, you know, m- most of my life. But uh, I was like, yes, yeah, she is not happy right there. Uh, Coltrane, uh, what are your thoughts on the, well, first, Bill watching Ariana Grande. Oh, and her dress, by the way. There was a lot of comment about the dress being too short. But then the bishop kind of took all the thunder away. I mean, listen, I, I like, I like looking at her. So I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm disappointed that she decided to wear like a short dress. Like, yep, I can't I'm, stand her I'm music, but I'm right there with you. Like, I, I'm for it. That's that's no problem. I mean, listen, it's it's. I think I, I think I said it to you in a text. Like, honestly, I mean, if Pete Davidson's gonna get his shot, I mean, the bishop might as well take his shot. You know, I mean, <laughs> that might have been what it. That might have been what it is. It's one of those things, you know. Like if you if you walk into a bar with a really attractive girl, like whether you're with her or not. Uh, and again, this wouldn't happen to Will because he's very attractive. But you know, me. Listen, you wa- don't know oh, what I, happens to me. The okay? pain of being handsome. I, I don't know. A, I've been stood up many times. I've had plans changed a half hour before I'm supposed to meet somebody. You have to come sit and do this piece of shit podcast two hours every couple oh, this weeks. Is fine. Oh, okay. I mean, I do pull away when you try to kiss me. You didn't used to. <laughs> anyway, I was married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I moved in on him like a bitch. I I, I haven't tried. I haven't tried. You didn't grab me by the business. It was not. I was not Uh, happy about it. Yeah, but so (laughs) 
And Pete Davidson. What does that even mean? I moved, I moved on her like a bitch. <laughs> I've heard that phrase before. I moved on her like a bitch. What does that mean? Such an idiot. Shouldn't we commend Pete Davidson for being the smartest man in the history of the universe? Like, oh, Ariana Grande is even remotely interested in me? Great, let's get married. Yeah. Really quick. Because, look, you don't make a lot of money at mm-hmm. SNL. I, I don't think he's, you know, they're distinguished alumni from SNL. Pretty sure Pete Davidson's I, not going to be the next Ed Murphy. Really not that he was. funny. Yeah. He is I think not he's, good. He's funny on Weekend Update when he does his pieces where it's like kind of like stand-up. I, I don't think he's a great sketch performer. He might be funny as a writer, but yeah. Like he, I don't. Maybe he was funny earlier on, but it's like all my impressions of Pete Davidson are just him in the sketch with just a fucking blank face, yeah, and a stupid grin, just like. Well, you yeah. don't. You, you don't like him ever since he went to rehab for weed. Because yeah. who goes to rehab for weed? Exactly. You are a loser. <laughs> it's called just put the pipe down, you bitch. <laughs> but uh, Coltrane, obviously, Pete Davidson is like, yeah, uh, she's a good earner. I don't have a big showbiz career ahead of me, so let me let me put a ring on this, right? I mean, yeah, I I feel like it's gonna last almost as long as Britney Spears' marriage to uh, Jason Alexander. But I mean, what? Who? I, Wait, there was like there was a guy that she was oh. that she married. Before Not George Costanza. Oh. Yeah, that was what I was, was, really was really confused for a second. Okay, is because everyone's like, what? She married Jason Alexander? It's just like some some guy she knew. Whose name was Jason Alexander? They got married in Vegas and it got annulled like three days later. Uh, you know what Jerry, I do? Jerry, she did it again, Jerry! <laughs> Hit me, baby! Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Just think of the jokes we would have gotten. No, you know what? I do remember that. I forgot that that guy's name was Jason Alexander. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, so, I, yeah, so, yeah, I just. It's just one of those things like it seems like it came out of nowhere. It's like their their behavior is just like kind of odd and childish, and I just really feel like this is one of those things where it's gonna flame out very quickly, and she's gonna look back and have something like, oh well, I was just in this like weird place, and you know that's gonna be like the highlight of his life. But I I don't know, like it's just it's it's just so odd to me. That's all. That's like the whole thing with me is that it's just really odd. The only thing that I even knew about Pete Davidson before this whole thing was that he went to rehab for weed. Like, I, I, I was so like, oh, for this weed. guy on SNL so just funny. went to, like, he talks yeah. about anxiety and he, he yeah. went to rehab for weed. I didn't even, like, I, I've seen nothing that he wow. was in that I was like, oh, my God, that's really funny. I mean, so I, I just have no real, no, no strong opinion on him. So I just feel like this is one of those things that's weird. It's got, like, it's it's quirky. It gets, it gets her, like, kind of a lot of, like, like news time and everything, but it's not like a real thing. Like yeah. this is definitely not going to last. I'll give it like 18 months. Just long enough to have a kid, by the way. I yeah. guarantee that that's what's going to happen. Oh yeah. Her, because fa- her family is not going to let her have a kid. Because doesn't, because <laughs> Britney Spears has kids with K-Fed, right? Kevin Federline, doesn't she? Y- yes. She, yeah. d- she has two. Yeah. So, you know, that's what always happens. What were you going to say, uh, Captain EO? I was going to say, so this whole conversation reminds me of a conversation I had on one of the podcasts that I work on for Podcast One. That mm-hmm. is now gone and canceled. Oh. What uh, show sh- is that? Should you give it a single plug? AF. Oh. Single, I love the name Single AF. Right. That's a cool name. So 
the one of the hosts and the one who I was having this conversation with on like basically their last episode that we put up. Do you up, think putting you on the air is what got it canceled? Yes. Maybe. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I tried to be on it as little as possible, but they kept talking to me. Well, it's so. because you're not single AF. That's true. Yeah. Mm. So we're having a conversation about marriage because their guest had like gotten married shortly in and all this stuff. And so they go to me and they're asking me about it. And I'm like, I just said, I don't know if it was from here that I had said the original thing where I was like, I was having a conversation recently and I told my friend, you know, if you've been dating for less time than people have to train for the Olympics, maybe you shouldn't get married. And so to the host that I said this to, who is known for having married Nikki Six in like three months. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so then she's like basically arguing this point with me of like, well, you know, I don't think that's always true and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm looking for something like long term. And she's like, so was I. And I'm like, I obviously didn't say this, but I'm like, so are you not putting together the fact that you are divorced and all you do is complain about how he cheated on you for those 10 years and, like, all these and, things that would have been avoidable if you did what I'm fucking saying now, you idiot? By the way, uh, Nikki Six, being from Motley Crue, which the song Girls, Girls, Girls basically just lists all their favorite strip clubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Did you think that maybe that guy might have a wandering eye? But uh, yeah. so single AF no longer available on <laughs> podcast one. Nope. And it's <clears throat> like it, they were nice to it to an extent, but then it's like it got canceled and I didn't hear a word from them. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, yeah, right, why would I'm you? not going to reach out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I had spent the whole week previous getting like chewed out by them. Mm. That road kits weren't available for a interview they wanted to do at a book signing. And then they were like, Barnes and Noble's going to freak out that we can't do the podcast. I'm like, no, I'm pretty not. sure Barnes and Noble cares about the appearance, not the podcast. They don't give a yeah. shit Fucking if the idiot. podcast is yeah. going to be there. Yeah. It was just dealing with idiots on a regular basis. Um, Jeff, do you have a good track record of uh, in, uh, working with uh, on-air talent? Do you feel like that's a uh, that's a that's a fair <laughs> statement? That's a loaded question, my friend. Yeah, just, uh, a, just a yes or no question. Didn't really want to delve into it beyond that. But I, uh, so here's what I would say. I'd say really depends on the personalities. I feel like I have had really, really strong working relationships with certain people when it's like, you're professional. You do what you're supposed to do. When you make a mistake, you admit that it was a mistake. What I don't have good relationships with people is when they're unprofessional, hmm. but then they consider that my problem. When hmm. they make mistakes, and I tell them it was a mistake, and Why they are you flip stupid, out Jeff? on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I literally just last week, and I won't get into details sure. of whom, but just last week, and I was telling Will about this earlier, there was a show that didn't send me one of their advertisements for the episode. So I was like, hey, need that. Then they were like, oh, they're on a flight. I was like, well, that's disappointing. Like, you <laughs> yeah. probably should have sent it before you got on the flight because I emailed you about it last night. Yeah. And so literally just saying that that was disappointing got me a world of shit about how I'm inna- uh, incapable of explaining myself properly when something's written down. Wow. <laughs> so it's, you know, yeah. so it just honestly, the personality clashes, I don't tolerate that kind of bullshit well. That's on me. That's something I'm working on being more patient. But at the same time, people who do that kind of thing, I'm uh-huh. like, do I really need to be patient enough to deal with your bullshit? People well, are so, like... Especially because of like text and email culture now, where like nobody talks on the phone anymore. Everyone's so like sensitive to word choice, mm-hmm. yes, or punctuation. Mm-hmm. He wrote only periods. It sounds like you know when you like I think Key and Peele did like a sketch based on that. But when you read a text, if you put an exclamation point, it's like you're obviously happy like this. So it's like, uh, are we good to meet at 11 a.m. this morning? Yeah, exclamation point. If it was like, yeah, 
Period. Like that's right. how people. Say, yeah. Or like, just, why is he so mad? Just disappointing. Just, what is that supposed to mean? It's like but if you write back just okay. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean just okay. You so what you type back are the two letters. Okay. Okay. You might get a. Well, what's wrong? Yeah. Why are you so mad? No. And yeah, it's it's the worst. And it, whether it's email, text, or whatever, you can sometimes read back and go like, "All right, I guess I see why they took it that way." But no. that's not what I meant at all. So it's almost like uh, just so much better to just call. But nobody ever wants to answer the phone anymore, so you have to put it in writing. So yeah. there's also this thing I was hearing about recently that makes a lot of sense to me, which is that a problem that we're facing culturally comes from social media. And it's – there's – I want to say there's like a dopamine reaction to being verbal and, and reacting to outrage, a sense of outrage. And the problem is that online with all these social media things, it's – like everyone's trigger trigger happy to become outraged. You read something and you interpret it and you internalize it and you make all these things out of it so you feel outraged. You see you're like, "Oh, well, I can't be silent about this." And so you go off. And so it's like little by little that's crept into all our communication. It's like, "Oh, I said something that you don't quite appreciate. You're on social media 90% of the time, so instead of responding to me like professionally, you respond like I'm a commenter on your page and you're, you're going to clap back and show me what's right. what. And it's just like, that's not how you conduct yourself in a professional setting. Yeah, I mean, and whether it's professional or just friends, you know, I mean, I alluded to things that I saw on Facebook over the last couple of weeks and it's like people are talking to their actual friends the way that they would talk to somebody who's like, I hate your podcast and no yeah. one has ever said that to me. But, you know, just in case. <laughs> Why would they? Okay, yeah, because it never happened. Uh, yeah, Someone so we, did once say that this was a podcast full of Three, yeah, three somethings. <laughs> three somethings. Yeah, I, I think it was a it was a, uh, a, oh, a, te- a technical director who may have had too much to uh, consume at that point. Possibly. Called us. Paul something. P used to say it was a ham radio show. Yeah, which I don't think he understands what ham radio is. I don't is. think he does either. And he does. It's not like a can of spam that's been converted into like a <laughs> Gilligan's radio. Island radio. Yeah. Uh, one final point about a three the hour podcast, <laughs> which has <laughs> almost happened. Almost happened. Not Let's quite. do a marathon and raise money for uh, me. Hey. Drinks? Yeah, sure. Let's do like a Jerry Lewis thing, but except we We're do just this gonna... for 24 hours and people give us money for booze and we just get <laughs> fucked up. Great. Uh, you know Keep that... sending us money. We're we'll... sending Jeff to the store to we get We won't get a lot of money. Of Malibu coconut we'll, we'll get all of our money from like five people who will be really excited about it. Matt and Casey uh, will save up for a year and donate and to 10 But don't, But Coltrane, don't That's worry because Matt and Casey would send you a case of Fireball directly to you. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, the final point I wanted to make about the uh, Aretha Franklin funeral was that Louis Farrakhan had a seat in the front row. Mm. But, and look, I'm not a big, uh, Coltrane, you said you don't like the perpetuation of this term. I'm not a big, like, oh, fake news guy. But <laughs> Louis Farrakhan was cropped out of a lot of photos because Bill Clinton was there, <laughs> Reverend Jesse Jackson was there, Al Sharpton was there. And by the way, it's like the order was Farrakhan on the end. So he was then, at John McCain's with a shirt that said, rest in peace is honky. <laughs> he was not. But, uh, Jesus. <laughs> look, John Sorry. McCain has said one of his big regrets is that his state, Arizona, was the last one to make Martin Luther King Day an actual holiday. So I mean, Farrakhan could, has probably made some hay off of John McCain. McCain. But so the way it was, it was Farrakhan, you know, Let's just say out there. Let's just leave it at that. And then you have Al Sharpton is the next one, uh, who, by the way, in a uh, just a takedown of President Trump on his 
MSNBC show, which he apparently still has he does on have weekends. A, yeah, that's still a channel. Uh, well, yes, <laughs> believe me, it is. Believe me, it's still a channel. They they're bigger than CNN because uh, they've lost their minds over Trump, and there are a lot of people who've also lost their minds over Trump. So now they have. A place. I feel like weirdly enough, MSNBC is less less crazy than CNN right now. Well, yeah, CNN, CNN's just desperate, you know. Oh, it's, man, it's really it's, weird to watch. That, it's like only Jake Tapper, that, who's that one, there's this one girl in there who's decent. I know who you mean, actually, I, I um, think. Anyway. I like her. Uh, uh, I forget uh, her name. Yeah. Kellyanne Conway? No. <laughs> yes. But, That's it. CNN hosts Kellyanne Conway. CNN is basically like every minute that they're on the air, it's 1.50 a.m. and the light has just flipped on and they got to kind of look around. It's like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And they're like, well, fuck, we got to get some of these people yeah. here to the party. But Al Sharpton is on MSNBC and he was uh, criticizing President Trump for referring to Omarosa as a dog, a dog yeah. and in it he said that you need to uh, take a page from my friend Aretha Franklin and show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Oh, no. So. Wow. Yeah. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Did he take that amazing pause that he always takes when he knows he's going to fuck something up and then fucks nope. up anyways where he's like, he- R-E-S. Nope. P-I-C-T. It was not a resist we much. No, you had a second to fix It was not a resist we much about that. we much. R-E-S magnum P-I-C-T. On that we will resist. Stay tuned to the end of the episode because you'll hear this clip at the very end. He gives a mic drop afterwards because he's like, yeah, take that, Trump. I just fucking knocked you down. I mean, in all fairness... Donald Trump misspells things sure. so often that it's like funny to oh. see that happen back at him. It's it's amazing though because <laughs> I just love Reverend Al and you know Reverend Al is only on I think one hour a week yeah. now. He used to be on five hours a week. We oh, had a lot right, more Monday clips to use back on the old radio show. Maybe it was just like a, a an unknown shot. It's like you know Baron Trump just lost his spelling bee misspelling respect. <laughs> <laughs> he spelled he spelled Barack Obama with two R's. Trump did a couple days ago. I mean, look, he's not a strong speller. Dude, you're on your fucking smartphone. Hit Google when you're not sure well, how to spell something. Doesn't it give you the little squiggle on Twitter when you've spelled something yeah, wrong? Yeah, but I, I guess that's a name. Dude, so. he just doesn't care. Anyway. Uh, is Baron's middle name Vaughn? Baron Von Trump? It should be. Baron Von Strucker. Is that where you're <laughs> going with that? Uh, I, one thing that I want to talk about, but I guess we'll have to save it for next week. I wanted to talk about this actor from the Cosby show, Jeffrey Owens, oh, who was found working at a Trader Joe's. Uh, I w- and we're going to save that for next week. We're going to tease it forward, which we usually don't do here on the Blackcast. But uh, so if you've enjoyed this show, thank you. If you why? haven't, listen next week anyway. And yes, if you have enjoyed <laughs> it, why? I, I, I don't know. Uh, Coltrane, uh, are you going to be able to stick around with us until next week? Absolutely. Excellent. I'll try and to cue it up. People, <laughs> it you need work. to find Coltrane at Coltrane Leaks, and you need to follow him, and then you can watch along to 90 Day Fiance with him. Isn't that correct? I was going to say, yes, they, they should all, if they want their information on 90 Day Fiance, they should definitely check me out. All right. And uh, Will Sterling, at Will Sterling underscore. That's me. And at Jeff DeRay. I'm at Christian DMZ. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, the Iron Fist after show at After Buzz TV. I will be one of the hosts on there. And I do Marvel TV weekly Sundays at 10 Pacific. 
Uh, Better Call Saul, Mondays at 10 Pacific. No, yeah, Mondays at 10 Pacific. I can't keep my... Uh, and uh, The Trump Report, Tuesdays at 4 Pacific. And uh, pretty soon, South Park will be back. That will be Wednesdays at 10 Pacific. You notice that all my shows are late because i got to put the kids to bed. Except for <laughs> Trump Report, which I do while they're still at school. And then you leave them there. Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, late at night is where the DMZ comes from, the demaritalized zone. Possibly. <laughs> and don't forget to follow at BlackCast on Twitter, like the BlackCast on Facebook, and BlackCast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. We will see you next week on the BlackCast. So in the words... Of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T. And the next time you get a black woman and a beagle confused, remember this I got you. Resist, we much, we must, and we will much about that be committed.